0: Welcome to Content Pros Podcast, where we unlock the strategies and secrets of the best content marketers in the world and ask the questions you've always wanted asked. Content Pros is sponsored by predictive content analytics software, Inbound Writer. Now, here are your hosts from Oracle Marketing Cloud, Chris Moody, and from Uber Flip, Randy Frisch. Ready? Let's talk to the pros.
1: Welcome to Content Pros, I'm Randy Frisch. Usually I'm joined by my co-host Chris Moody at Oracle Marketing Cloud, but this week I am live from Spice World. Now, for those who don't know Spice World or those who missed last week's episode, Spice World is an event where IT professionals gather and a lot of content pros happen to be here this week. There's definitely a marketing angle to the week. And I'm joined by Matt Stevenson and really excited to have him here with his background running social at Symantec. So, Matt, thanks a lot for taking the time to join us and and maybe you can tell us a little bit about your role over at Symantec.
0: Hey, it's great being in Austin, Randy. It's great being on the show. Uh, what I do is, my official title is the Community Manager for the Global Social Media Team. Uh, so I'm engaged across all the major channels. For us, the focus is obviously the Spice World community. Also, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, all the usual suspects. Um, but one thing that's really important for our team, we've got to be addressing user issues, questions, needs. But We've also got to be making sure that they keep coming back. You know, Ideally, everything they purchase from us works, so it's not a support issue, but we've got to make sure that, that we're talking to them about the things that they want to hear about that's going to improve whatever it is they're doing. So that's one of the great things about coming to shows like this. Conversations that we have with users helps us know what we need to be talking about, what types of stories we need to be telling to make them better understand what we're doing.
1: That's great. And you know, one of the things that in general, we always talk about with content is this idea of understanding what your audience cares about, right? And, you know, we we rack our brains with how to do that. You know, do we do focus groups? Do we do phone calls with customers? And I think one of the things that's been enlightening to me is one of the most obvious channels that people ignore is having a community. Um, And that's, you know, that's loud and clear here at Spice World. So maybe you can tell me a little bit about, when you realize the you know the opportunity with communities and you know how that's kind of you know heightened maybe in, in the content era.
0: What I think is really unique about Spiceworks is it's as strong a technical community I think as you'll find anywhere, but it also branches way out from there. Um, as a vendor, you've got to earn your way in as far as anybody caring about what you're saying outside of of you know whether it's tech support or licensing issues, things like that. But the best way you can get them to trust you is by talking with them about other things. So if you're in the, the giant cooking section, or if you're a Star Wars fan, or you know, just general water cooler nonsense, or music, um, you're a person. You're not the Marketron three thousand machine that's in there. And if they've come to accept you as, you know, as a Green Bay Packer fan, they can hate me if they're a Bear fan or a Cowboy fan, or they love me because they're Packer fans. But you establish some credibility outside of the technical realm, then when you come in and you talk about the technical realm, they don't see you as the brand. They see you as a person that they already know, they already trust. They may like or dislike for whatever reason, but you've got credibility established as a member of the community. And I think it's it's less of an they don't assume an ulterior motive that you're in there as a brand. And it's it's a way to, you know, further your relationship with the users and, and they'll they'll think of you more often as opposed to just that one time, oh, I need that one particular security product or I need that particular Wi-Fi or whatever it is because they know you and you've gone wider with the things that you talk about the group with and I think that it will bleed over if you get to do that consistently here it makes sense to do it elsewhere and so if you're parts of other communities you don't automatically come in focusing on the one thing, you know, I don't lead with black and yellow of Symantec I'm the guy who happens to know the answers or knows the people that can get the answers for the other things but I'm not coming as like oh, I am the authority on this one particular thing and it's the community I think has a more natural feel to it than if you're just in there to talk about one thing just to push one agenda
1: yeah that's that's so true and you know we, we try and make content pros broad enough to appeal to everyone but you know I can tell you from being here you know being at an event like this and seeing the community which in this case is IT professionals it is a unique unique breed of, of people out there right I mean they need their own uh, voice their own language their own way to be spoken to which you know may not sync to the marketer I mean as marketers sometimes we're overly creative yeah. um, which you know Many people are, are great at that and, you know, have a great reputation, but sometimes it's, it's not only about creativity,
0: it's about the right voice. Well, and it's really funny, I think, that you said uh, we have our own language. When I first started working in Spiceworks, I uh, was very active and we wanted to get a larger semantic presence. And my boss, you know, senior director was asking, you know, how can we do this? How can we replicate what you're doing? And the joke that I made was, you know, it, it's four steps. Observe the natives, learn the language, understand the culture, lay napalm. And it was, but learning how they talk, speak like they speak. You know, it's if you're in Reddit, they're going to swear at you. It's okay to swear back at them maybe not so much on LinkedIn and it's, you, you've got to understand the culture and especially places that do Spiceworks has unique language. There are words that are native to here. And if you hear someone use them in another form, you, I know where that guy probably is. And it's, I think language is a key. It's, it's a special thing. And if you pay attention to it, you can make quick gains in a way that people who don't pay attention won't.
1: Yeah. I think you're almost starting to hit on the idea of culture. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's funny. I, I work at Uber Flip during the day when I'm not doing content pros and I wrote to my co-founder last night saying you know I finally understand what you're saying to me he's the more product minded guy more developer minded guy as do we need a different culture because I sent him some pics of walking you know the floor here and you know whether it's the swag or whether it's the conversations as we're, as we're saying that are going to resonate best with that audience it's ultimately all about voice as you said all about tone. So. Maybe if we can, you know, go a little bit deeper, just in terms of defining a community, because you know, for some of for some of us, you know, who are content professionals, we think about sitting at a desk and thinking out that next idea that we're going to create, where we create the content. But what we're really talking about here is letting letting our our audience or letting our community create the content, create the conversation. Um, You know, Spice SpiceWorks is obviously a very obvious channel that that companies can use. But what else would you define as community and and as an opportunity for a marketer to kind of go down that road? I mean, we had a roundtable here yesterday where we were were ultimately saying that this is a community event. You know, being at an event, being at a conference is a community event in itself.
0: I think, and maybe it's because I've got SpiceWorks on the brain. There's communities inside there's circles within circles and you know with um with the community members you've got the long-term folks that have been here for you know some of them been to all eight spice worlds and and they are a different breed they're they're older for the most part they're more experienced um you've got the vendors who we have a unique experience inside of spice works because we have to earn our way in to have any credibility and respect um so there's it, it's almost like the Venn diagram, you've got some people who can move among the tribes, there's other people who don't want to move among the tribes, and they don't want other tribesmen coming into their tribe. And I think that's something that, whether it's inside of Spiceworks, uh, Reddit's in a place. I recently did a, uh, I hosted a, an AMA with a development team for an enterprise backup solution, and it was a bunch of developers. And, you know, the cliched personality type for the, the software engineer, they're a little different breed. And getting them to realize, you guys go on Reddit anyway. You're already in this culture. If anything, I'm kind of poaching into your world. Help me understand, because you live in the R-Sys admin threads, help me make sure that I'm guiding this the right way. And let's let you be native because they were concerned about what you're saying about tone. Are we representing the brand well? You know, at, at this point, should I tell them they should buy this? I'm like, no. You, you be who you are. The other six days a week, when you live in Reddit, if you if you're okay with it, let's be that authentic. You know, almost said authenticious. That's a terrible, not word. Um, but go in there. Let, let's be in your culture. Help me understand it so that I can help the other people that are inside there. And it's going to be different. You, 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 you take what you've learned from each one, but I think the mistake is this worked in Reddit. It will totally work in this one. And like I said, I mean, you're not going to your lessons learned in Reddit. Probably not going to apply in LinkedIn or some of the other high-end professional forums. So methods translate. Cultures don't.
1: that's true and you know we're talking a lot about how to create that content you know we're talking about users doing it sometimes we do have to figure out though, what is that messaging what's going to work and it's a good opportunity to introduce one of our sponsors here for content pros and that's Inbound Writer Um, a lot of us really struggle with knowing what's going to work. Will their content perform well before we go down and write that? Uh, And Inbound Writer helps with this. It's a content analysis tool that forecasts how your content will perform based on a real-time analysis of your site, your competition, search engine behaviors. Inbound Writer digs down to remove that guesswork from content creation to really increase traffic to your site. They're offering a free month trial of their tool at inboundwriter.com slash content pros offer. So I want to I wanna jump back to this idea of, of building a community, um, and you know, a lot of people I speak to, you know, they're they're going to run to create a blog because it's easy to do. They know they're in control. They can they can handle it. You now, if they're going to get to more sophisticated content assets, they think about white papers or other channels that they're going to go to. I think the number one fear of starting a community for content is who's going to join? How do we, how do we build it? How do we start it? And, you know, for those who are listening, who are, who are starting to think about, you know, having a community for their brand, you know, what's your advice for getting over that fear of, you know, if they build it, will they come?
0: Yeah. Um, I try to stay away from, from the cliches, but organic and authentic are the, I think the two most important things. You know, You can't give yourself a nickname. You can't Make a video in order to make it go viral. It, it's it's going to work or it's not. I think that's what's important. If if you're a person, if you're a writer who people want to hear your opinion, and you've established that for whatever reasons that have come before that, be confident in what you're writing about. Pay attention, listen to what your your, your friends, your peers, your target audience is, is talking about, and add to that. You know whatever you bring, it needs to be pure protein, no carbs, just. Give them nutritious things, ideas that they can come away with. Doesn't have to be a thousand words. If, if you can tell a great story in, in two paragraphs, then you've, you've accomplished that, and they'll come back the next day looking for that. I had a, a class in college. One of the coolest things I've ever seen. It was a, I think a two hundred word paragraph all written in single syllable words, and it was fascinating because I can't I can't make a sentence like that. But the guy that wrote that. I sought him out because I wanted to learn the discipline to think and write that way. So if you can bring that type of of what, appetite, wedding concept, and whatever it is, I mean, if it's cooking, if it's IT, if it's cars, people will come to it, but don't BS, don't sit down and write something that is optimized in order to show up in the search engines because they'll sniff it out. And if that happens early and often enough, you're done. It'll never even get off the ground. So just, if it only takes two or three sentences to get today's message across, you're golden.
1: Gotcha. That's great advice. I, I, I want to jump back a, a little while ago. You were you were saying something that, that stuck in my head. I, I just didn't want to go forward at that point, which was the idea of swearing on Reddit or swearing on a certain you're, channel or, or changing, you know, whether we're going to swear whatever we're going to do. Um, you know, it's funny. We had someone swear on Content Pros once, and you know, after the show, they were so apologetic. And we're like, yeah, I think people can handle it. But, but how do you how do you get buy-in from you know the upper levels to adjust the voice of the brand by the community? I mean, you're you're working for a huge brand, a global brand, where you know, if some people heard that in the wrong context. They'd say, you know, that's not the brand that I'm buying or that's not the way we do business at our senior level of a company. But to your point, the right audience has to listen. And they have to be able to resonate. So how do you, I guess, how
0: do you get that high level buy-in to adjust brand voice? The best thing I can think to compare to, it's like a toy commercial and you've got to get the parents with price and safety. You've got to get the kids with fun and playability and When you're making the pitch, we want to do this thing in this channel, they need to understand if you're in the RCS admin thread at Reddit and you're talking about industry leaders and gold standards, no one cares. So you've got to talk what we said earlier. You've got to speak the language of the native culture. Now, I'm not saying you go in there like Andrew Dice Clay, but if it's too stiff and it's too filtered, you lose your credibility. Um, But if you come in there just shooting off four-letter words, using horrible grammar, things like that, you're also going to get crushed. Um, it is up to us as a content creator. You've got to be well-armed to make sure that the executive suite understands why it's okay. Uh, and if they absolutely don't want to do it, they say, no, this is the tone we have to do, sometimes it may be better just to not go in there because if you come in extremely formal in a place that is known for and prideful of being uh, informal then it's not going to work you're, you're just you're going to two different parties um it's i think it's easier to step your game up for a formal setting than it is to convince people to let their guard down to be informal but if you do it well you do it right you can come back and you show them the success you see this is why it matters yes we want to maintain a tiffany brand because we are a huge you know international company we want to be respected at the highest levels but our users don't always talk and act that way you know they're not wearing silk cravats and lighting cuban cigars with flaming hundred dollar bills These are the infantry, and we need to make sure that they understand us. And so that means we have to to talk like they talk. And, again, it gets back to culture. I I don't think I can overstate it. I hope I don't get too repetitive about it. But um, make it work, and then they won't have an issue with it. But if they do, that's when you say, all right, then this isn't the venue for us. I still believe we need to be in here. You don't understand why we should do it this way. Let's not fight. Let's find the venue that's appropriate for the method you want to do it
1: that's great advice. I, I love that analogy at the beginning of thinking of, of it like a toy, right? And you know, I've I've got young kids so I can definitely relate to that. I mean, I'm buying different features, different, you know, values, different benefits than, you know, my kid is.
0: Oh, and you think the that's rocket so that shoots off the guy's back is awesome, but no, maybe not for the 3-year-old where it you know, go <laughs> up the nose or in the ear or who knows where.
1: My wife gives gives me a tough time that sometimes I am the kid and that, you know, <laughs> yeah. but but Howdy, yeah. who are we buying this for? <laughs> Um, you know, another thing that you touched on in there is is figuring out if we should be there in the first place, and you know, going back and being able to show the success. Um, and it brings up an interesting question. And a lot of the time, I preach, you know, especially at Uberflip, where we're all about lead gen and conversion being the ultimate goal. But in a community. Legion is probably important but you need engagement in the first place i mean if you don't have engagement if you don't have a thriving community then you know no one's going to visit there's not going to be that echo of the original point that's been made so how do you kind of balance just jumping into you know measuring success of content in in a community how do you measure what your goal is going to be and how do you balance
0: obviously needing to do both that's the uh trying to stay away from all the awful pictures. That's the magic that you're looking for. Uh, because you know, in communities, the last thing they care about is lead gen. And you know, Spiceworks is a prime example. These guys are notorious. Once a week, someone writes a new thousand word screed about, I am not a lead. Don't treat me like one. And how do you march that up the hall and say, I, I understand why we want to gate this. I understand why we want to put it here. If we've got million users behind this wall. Do we want to build another wall? So they have to climb their wall and our wall to get this material. Um, I'm one who tends to lean on let's get it to them. Let's, Let's make it as accessible as possible. Let's get them to like us and eventually get them to love us and then they will come. It may not happen automatically as quickly as if we, you know, let's make sure that we capture 28 pieces of information before we give them this four-page white paper. But uh, I think that if you're you're continuing to help and if you admit your defeats when they happen, don't try to gloss over them. If you provide them with the support that they need and, again, with the type of, of nutrition that's going to make things faster, easier, better lets them get out of work earlier, whatever it takes, um, they'll, they'll come find you. And, you know, it's the difference, I think, between pushing them towards you and them pulling you towards them.
1: You know, we were talking a little bit about, you know, getting them to, to get there from the standpoint of, um, you know, not worrying so much about Lee gen at, at the beginning. And it actually made me also think about, you know, from a really tactical marketer perspective, we all think about a funnel, right? And we try and often... Um, you know, say that certain content's going to be top of the funnel versus bottom of the funnel in terms of who we're thinking about, who we have in mind. And, you know, one of the things when we talk about a community that, that's got me thinking is who is it for? Is it for the top of the funnel or is it for our active community of users who have all the answers? Um, and it's one of those interesting channels where you're probably going to have a pretty diverse group of. Um, Of pros and newbies to the experience. How do you kind of balance that in general by making sure that you have something for both?
0: Sometimes it it could be and this might sound like a a cheap workaround it can be how you phrase the tweet the post that surrounds the doc. You might be giving them the same document it might be the same 28 page IOT white paper on hacking a car Um, but If you use super jargony technical description in one post, that's going to grab the guy who has a home network and a server farm in his garage. If you talk more about how cool it is that this particular luxury car is hackable and a little more focus on the style, uh, you might climb a little higher up into the C-suite. But they're going to read the same document looking for different things. Now it also depends on the quality of what you're pushing. Again, I talk about the the hack because I was at Black Hat and I saw the guys that did the uh, the Jeep hack, and it's an incredible story, and it's so appealing to completely divergent types of people. You know, the ones who go home and tinker with cars, the one who goes home and tinkers with their their hardware and their servers, or the guy who wants to buy the next giant SUV. And they're not necessarily all going to the same again to the same party, but you could talk about the exact same thing and let's just flavor the introduction message a little differently. That's interesting. And, you
1: know, I'm interested to go a little bit deeper on that, you know, not just because I own a Jeep, Uh, (laughs) but, but, but from the standpoint of how do you, you know, how do you adjust which channel you're going to use? I mean, you're, you're a social expert if I were to categorize you. So, um, social guy, social guy. All right. All right. He
0: said expert, not me,
1: (laughs) but, uh, you know how do you how do you do that on the same channel like as an example you said earlier you know we're going to have a different messaging to those on linkedin versus reddit examples like that those are easy to distinguish but how do we how do we speak to that same person using content as as the you know as the link that we're going to post to say on twitter and appeal to both of those audiences at the same time how do you find the right person without turning off the other
0: it's interesting because do you want to? Do you want to try to reach that broadly? You look at, at uh, the, the failure of network television recently in their content because they want to get as many eyeballs as possible, but they don't necessarily want the discerning viewer. You know, there's a reason Mad Men or The League doesn't show up at eight o'clock on a network because we, we want everyone here. Whereas you know, the, the type of person that's gonna watch The League is gonna have a stomach for a much different kind of joke. And if you know that's where they are, let's just go there and get them. Let's not risk turning people off because we know where the people we're going to turn on are going to be. So in, in my mind, I, th- I think your your time and energy is better spent sharpening your focus a little bit as opposed to broadening it. Because the great thing about social is we know that you can go different places. We know you can go to LinkedIn and talk business and talk money about technology, but you don't want to dig deep into speeds and feeds and and, the components of the hardware, and those are the people that are going to make decisions at one level. And you can go into Reddit and Spiceworks and talk very technical without so much a concern about dollars because you want to get their attention thinking about it that way. But if you try to go too broad on Twitter, Twitter's audience is so giant that Whoever you turn off, you're probably going to turn an equal amount of people on, and it's gonna it's gonna zero out. Uh, but I, I think that it, it, it could just be personal preference. I, I think you should stay sharp with it, and so you write for your audience. Go find those audiences where they tend to congregate. No, I think that's that's good advice.
1: I mean, you know, we talk a lot about you know personas always and defining personas. It's almost as though we have to match our persona to each you know, social channel. Um, you know, one of the things that we do at Uberflip is. You know, we we eventually decided that Instagram for us would not be necessarily how we engage with customers, but rather how we show our culture, you know, how we recruit, how we you know do all those things. And the funny thing is, through that, sometimes it does have the trickle effect to you know the broader reach, and they start to understand that that's what you're using the channel for. But they're still intrigued yep. as to what's going on there. Um, you know, we're starting to run out of time. One of the things I'd love to you know, just get your take on is how you see content and social merging um, because you know this has been a topic that i know you know jay bear talks a lot about jay bear from convince and convert who who executes content pros for us is you know really started to shift content into everything that he talks about regarding social so how do you see just from a team structure how those teams are even working closer together at Symantec?
0: um i think that there is no social without content otherwise it, it's what the people who don't use it, they think it is. It, it's what did a celebrity have for lunch. Um, but if you're serious about it, and sometimes it's a hard sell to to these Yahoo's out here at, at, at Spiceworks, uh, and it's a great thing about being at the show, is that you can talk from face to face about it. That's not what we're doing. I'm out here, yes, it's on Twitter, but because that's my communication channel, I can talk to millions of people at once about something that is important. I'm gonna send you to this link. Um, If if I'm flooding you constantly with just LMG, I can't believe that. Then, yeah, nobody's going to pay attention to it. So it gets back to what I was saying earlier about it's what you bring in is pure protein. The more nutrition you can bring, whatever method you choose to use, then it's going to get to your users. And it is a fight. I've had to do a lot of work with these guys to accept the idea. If you need tech support, you can tweet us. You can tweet me or these are the support agents. Well, why would I do that? I can just call the 800 number. Yeah, but didn't you just complain about how long you had to wait on hold? Go through the social channel that I'm offering you. You will reach the same people to get the problem solved. Just make a little adjustment to how you go there. So put the right stuff out there and let them know all of the different mechanisms that they can choose to go through, and they will find the tunnel that will get them where they want to be. All the tunnels end up going back to the same place. But it's just the one that that particular user is going to be comfortable using. And I think it's interesting what you said about Instagram. It's not going to be a great play for us either at Symantec unless we want to showcase the culture. So that's not, for us, a great place to, to put a lot of technical content, to put any technical content, because that's not why people go to Instagram. But it is why they go to Reddit. It is why they go to LinkedIn and Twitter, places like that. So find the right angle for what you're trying to do
1: that's great advice I I, I definitely uh, am gonna make sure I take that back to my team and, and hopefully a lot of people from uh, from listening today will, will do the same. You know, I, I said we were running out of time. One of the last questions we like to ask everyone is, you know, to get them to look back um, in time and look back specifically at where you wanted to get to. And, and you told me the answer to this one ahead of time, so I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait for you to tell everyone, you know, exactly why you feel this way. But where did you want to be as a kid? And you know, did it have anything to do with content?
0: Um, I suppose if you. <laughs> If you take a walk with me on this one, it's, it's going to be a content. stretch. <laughs> um, I, and this is given my age. Uh, when I was in kindergarten, was when the Incredible Hulk was on TV, and I was the biggest kid in my class, you know, head and shoulders tall. So not just because he was the big giant brute, but every week he always got to break something. And at the same time, though, he ended up helping somebody, and you know, the heartwarming music is at the end. He did a little cool science at some point. This was pre MacGyver, but it felt MacGyver-ish but it, it was all the things that I like to do as a six-year-old kid. And, but in retrospect, thinking about it now, it's like, oh, but he did help people at the end, too. So I guess that was part of it. But that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be the incredible Hulk. And I think about what I do now. Part of the reason I'm even in this gig at all is I had a, a boss, more of an inspiration type, who encouraged me to what he called it was just break the windows, man. You go break them, I'll back you. And so think of the hulk like that. Well, we can't do that. Why not? We've never done that before. Oh, well then yes, we definitely couldn't possibly do that. But that's what led us to do we did our first AMAs with development. We did our first Google Hangouts with product management team and the only reason anybody had said no to us was because we'd never done one. And I finally had one, you know, executive who said, "Yeah, go do it." And so we did. We broke that wall. We helped some people. We did a little science. The heartwarming music played, and then we went on about our business.
1: That's great. It's like it's a great story. And you know, one of the, one of the injustices of of a podcast is it's you know audio only if, if if it was visual people would know that just like the hulk who you know definitely stood out you know your attire ensures at this event that you do stick <laughs> out and, and can be easily found um, you know I, I urge people uh you know to, to check you out on social what's your what's your twitter handle uh, twitter is
0: pacmat 73 packmatt 73
1: fantastic and you know matt thanks so much for taking the time Today, to join us on Content Pros, you know, give us you know, a real deep understanding of how communities can be used. Uh, you know, I urge everyone to subscribe to Content Pros on an ongoing basis if you enjoyed today. Uh, we can be found pretty much anywhere podcasts exist, iTunes, Stitcher. You can go right to contentprospodcast.com uh, on the Convince & Convert site. I'm Randy Frisch on behalf of Uberflip, typically joined by Chris Moody, uh, who will be back next week. And we we thank you for joining Content Pros.
0: Thanks for tuning in to Content Pros. Please leave a review and subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast listening app. Go to contentprospodcast.com for a complete show archive and greatest hits. Content Pros is sponsored by Oracle Marketing Cloud, Uberflip, and Inbound Rider, and is produced by Convince & Convert Media. Find more great shows like Content Pros at marketingpodcast.com. The first search engine for marketing podcasts.
1: Podcast imaging by AudioBag.com.